Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Big Ten Sal on The Fan. You know, Sal, we, we talk a lot about the, the plight and the uh, the torture for a lot of our teams here in the city. Well, my mic is already busted. Not a good start to the week here, Sal. Oh, what but the I, heck is going on I here? I didn't drop it, though, so the hands are still good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, oh, I'm going to have to do this whole segment like this. The uh, the Jets, the Mets, the Knicks, right? Obviously, we've had our torturous moments. I got a good hop. I'm good. I got it. Uh, thank you, though. I appreciate that. And last night <clears throat> for the for the Lions, I got to tell you, I think it, it, it's indisputable they're the most tortured fan base in the world. They have not won since 1957. Sal, I don't think you'll believe me when I tell you this. Honestly, I'll take the I'll, I'll take a winless season. <laughs> and I mean this. Over go I was putting myself in their shoes right. because the whole Rodgers thing, the Jets thing, our plight. If that would have happened to me last night, I would not recover. I would be dead inside and I would never regenerate. And I don't I don't know a more painful moment ever for any sports base than last night. Well, I mean, I, I, I have actually experienced worse myself, unfortunately, being a Falcon fan. But let's just stick to this one for a second. You're telling me you would rather not enjoy the ride. Now, I get how awful it was for Detroit, and we'll get into the decision-making and all that stuff a little bit later on. But overall, you get to that point as a down franchise, never been to a Super Bowl, up big early on. You're thinking, Super Bowl, it's happening. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The Lions are going. But think about what you're erasing if you say you'd rather have a winless season. And obviously, that's one extreme to another. But the fact that they went there, like you wouldn't want as a Jets fan to go on that run. Or even the Giants fan last year were experiencing it with the division around postseason, winning a game in the postseason, getting the division around, and getting smoked by Philadelphia. That versus this year, for you, you'd rather have happen Aaron Rodgers go down and then he experienced nothing as opposed to getting to where Detroit got and having that, you know, taken out from under you, but still experiencing yes. that. Yes. It's funny that you say the Rodgers injury. I think Rodgers going down spared us all a lot of pain. Because it, it was it was going to end like this. Well, anyway. I mean, yeah, I don't know for sure if it was, but again, it, the way they lost. Now, if they would have just lost thirty-seven-six, that's painful. All right, Niners flex. They're a lot better. We take it on the chin. We try to get a little bit better in the off. The way they lost. So mm-hmm. when you factor in, you know, their 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 overall existence, for lack of a better way to frame it, and then the circumstances of the game, not once but twice, drop passes. And wide open first downs, too. Not once, but twice. Right. Coaching decisions, which, again, we'll get to a little bit later. But, Sal, that would that would break my – I'd never be the same. You know, I saw, I'd never be the same sports fan. I saw your tweet, and you said something like, I wouldn't be able to recover, I white wouldn't. flag, whatever. Nope. White flag, done. And, Give up. and then I saw Eminem tweet. You know, you, you know, Eminem's a big Lions fan. Oh, yeah. So, he goes, so – and this is – you know, to me, it's like backwards because the the emotion that you normally feel that a sports fan feels after that is anger. You're disgusted. You you want to just be done with everything. You hate everybody, even though you really love everybody. The the initial feeling is anger, and then it turns to sadness. But Eminem, right out of the gate, so proud of the Lions. Thanks for an amazing season. We'll be back. And I feel like. While that wouldn't be my yeah, mentality, that's, that's probably he's probably not a big time fan, despite everybody thinking uh, that he is. I mean, come on, he was at the game. Oh, so he, what? He's, he's got a gazillion dollars. Uh, so so what? what? Well, I, well, that is one I thing. Mean, I mean, come on, was it? Was he tweeting about the Lions when they were, you know, five and twelve or five and eleven? That Stop. is. That's he's not a Lions fan, but 
And let's not overstate it. That is one thing that I thought about. Well, maybe it's easier for him to take because, like, he's won at life a billion times over. Uh, However, he's not really wrong in what he said. Think about the run that these Lions have provided their fans. Dan Campbell started out at three and thirteen or whatever. Then they start to build nine and seven, and then they or whatever nine and eight. Then they build further this year, getting the you know a, a, a top seed in the NFC, doing what they're doing, taking on the Bucks, winning a playoff game at home. Getting to the championship game, it, it hurts because of the way that they lost more than anything else. But still, they went on a great ride to get there. And, but where did it get them? See, they but they still didn't get to do what they are dying to do. And they got tantalizingly close, and it's more painful. All right. So you're now looking at somebody who experienced two of these type things. One, and they were referencing this game last night. I flew down to the NFC Championship game in 2012. Niners, Falcons. Yep. Kaepernick was the quarterback for the Niners at the time. Falcons were up 17-0 in the first quarter. I took my mother. Went mm-hmm. down just me and my mother. And I remember looking. I can remember right now looking at the Georgia Dome scoreboard, 17-0, thinking, oh, my God, we're going to the Super Bowl. Until we didn't. And they lost the game. Heartbreaking fashion. Ridiculous. Niner fans celebrating even though it's in Georgia. Whatever. Brutal loss, right? You get to the NFC Championship yep. game, you're there. You I've been there with the Jets. I get it. Keep going. And, and then the worst loss in the history of the sport, up 28-3, to late third quarter of a Super Bowl. And I really felt, you know, Matt Ryan won the MVP. I flew down to the two games before, division around championship. Like, that was it. That was the year that my fandom, all that I invested since the early 90s in this crappy team and organization, I was going to have it rewarded with finally culminating in a Super Bowl victory. And then it was stripped from mm-hmm. me in, in, in the most painful way possible. And I will admit to you, and I've said this before on the air, and I've said it to you, like, there's a part of me that never recovered from that. You can't. But, but that's, that's what I'm saying. No, no, but that's the Super Bowl, and that's up 28-3 to three late third quarter. This was different. They should have won the game. It was a choke job, but it was different. And it's their first taste of it in forever. At least even with that Atlanta team, like it was building, building, building. That was the culmination. I, I do think the Lions could be back. It's hard to get back there, as Campbell said himself. You see his comments afterward? Yep. He told the guys, I, this might have been our one shot. I don't know. I know. But but you want to experience that as a fan. Uh, yeah, I not not when measured by the other experience that you have as a fan. I mean, it's I, I just, I, honestly, I, I don't think I'd ever look at sports the same. You lost two straight AFC championship games as a Jet fan. Yeah, but when that happened, the, well, and go back to 98 as well. The difference, though, I was happy to be there. Certainly with Parcells, I thought we'd get back. And then week one right. with Vinny Testaverde's Achilles happened. Then Jets went 8-8, eight eight, blah, blah, blah. Um, the, the other two with Sanchez, with Rex, I never really felt like there was a long shelf life. And I don't think Lion fans should feel that way either. I mean, Jared Goff's fine. Are you going to win Super Bowls with Jared Goff? I think his coach is right. It's probably the only time that they get there I think he's with actually, this crew. I think he's actually underrated, Goff. But that's no, a whole I, other I'm not saying he's bad. Right. But... I mean, Jordan Love is just starting to blossom. You know, it's I I I don't know, Sal. But that's why that's why when Mm. you get there, you got to take advantage of it. But think about it from a sports fan. Like, if you'd rather have a winless season or have the Jets season, what happened to them this year than the Lions? Then then what are you doing as a fan? Like, I don't know. I I, admit, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to process the emotions that I know that you got to remember. I worked in that city, yeah, and I remember getting on the air. Oh God. It was either 2000 or 2001. 
and Marty Morningwig. Remember him? Yeah, of course. He was the head coach, and they were playing at Chicago. Well, uh, I actually think they were playing at the University of Illinois in Champaign because they were refurbishing Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. The Lions, both teams sucked. The Lions win. Let me remember this. The Lions win the coin toss. Look it up. You'll see it. They win the coin toss on the road. This is the one-score situation at this mm. point. Different structure with the overtime. Yeah, he deferred. He deferred. Yeah, I remember. They lose. Yeah. I mean, I got on the air. I, I mean, I, I, I eviscerated the poor guy. Right. I, actually, I felt bad. Right. I'm like, whoa. Their ride has been the worst. You think we have it bad? What? We're in the penthouse compared to them. So no, I know what, what you're saying. So it's been so bad, get to the precipice of a Super Bowl and enjoy it. What I'm saying is it's worse. It's amplified. I would rather be emotionally detached and not have to deal with that. Honestly, I I, I mean this. Then shut off the TV after that Lions game and after there, if you're 40, if you're 50, if you're si- They haven't won since 57. I, and they lose because their receiver drops two gimme first downs and because their coach who's been great, turned into a clown. Yeah, I. But but think about the 90-year-old fan, whatever, the guy that they keep showing is season three. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about the run they've experienced. They got within one game of the Super Bowl mm. and really within one half. I, mean, of, I, I know, know that I the know. closer you get, the harder it hurts the more when you don't get it is. Yes. I understand that. I've been on the wrong side of many of these. Yep. I, a matter of fact, more so than a lot of other people because, like I said, I just happen to be a stupid Falcons fan. And I had the honor of having the worst loss in the sport, in the history of the sport, hung on me as a fan. So I've been there. I understand it. It's still better than not being there at all. It hurts. This is going to be a new kind of hurt for the Lions fan base. But you'd rather have that than than what the Jets gave you this year, which was nothing. No, no, I I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. I admit it. I'm I'm no longer strong enough. I'm not strong enough to go through this anymore. I'm not. And I've had more success than them. But think about it. And what's going to happen then? Let's say the Jets do get to the postseason this year with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. Depends. Uh, d- so is it, how do you know? Oh, God. It dep- you, listen. Even you said it last week. <laughs> it, it depends how they lose. Do they lose because so Salah... Um, does whatever. Do they lose because whomever the second receiver is drops two passes that are going to ice the game? Do they lose because they, you know, by the way, that fumble, that was not a strip. That's just a fumble. I'd have to see the optics of the game to really answer you sincerely and accurately. But if the optics were mirroring last night, I'd prefer not even to be there. Call me a loser. That's fine. It's not just the loss in a championship game. It's all of the things because they, because they were going. Oh, they yes. were there. No yeah. doubt about it. 877-337-6666. Good morning, everybody. BT and Sal here on The Fan. All right, let's get to these calls inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Friends of Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to May. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Let me get Jack in Oakland, New Jersey. First up, BT and Sal. What's going on, Jack? Good morning, guys. How are you? Hello, Jack. Hey, listen, I, Brandon, I totally get what you're saying. I'm, I'm a Bills fan. I'm 57 years old. I went to my first game, 1974, mm. okay, to see OJ. To play the Jets at Shea. Oh, so, wow. So, for a team that's lost, and, and I know everybody has devastating losses. The Bills have had many, from wide right to 13 seconds two years ago to the Music City Miracle mm-hmm. to a lot. Yeah. And wow. I get what you're saying. When, when, when I had Ryan Fitzpatrick and Stevie Johnson, <laughs> it was more fun. Yeah. It was more fun because I had no expectations. They stunk. And I, I, my son, unfortunately, now is cursed. 
So we have to deal with this. And the other night is just another example of the Bengals are out of your way. You get the Chiefs at home, and you still lose. And after a while, it's enough. But but that's what being a game. but that's what being a sports fan is about. If you I, or we, let me just say, if we as sports fans, if we right. aren't enjoying the postseason runs as painful as they are, then what do you have? Because you're not you're winning right. it every year. Like you better be enjoying this. Yeah, but think about this out. You are until you get dealt the cards that you get dealt last night, which is why if I was able to retroactively change the the course of the last month, I I would. Like Lions fans, I'm telling you, they are. Their soul is destroyed. What are you supposed to do, give up? You can't. That's not in us as sports fans. It's you take though. it like a champ and move on. Like you deal with it. It's going to take you know certain losses. You even just said you're not fully repaired said, yet from the Falcons' twenty three collapse. Again, you said it. But again, that was the peak. That was like as and it was also for me like peak fandom. This is it, Matt Ryan MVP. I said a part of me a, a thousand percent. There's no way to sugarcoat it. A part of me as a sports fan died. Like I'll never feel good until they get back to that point again, which obviously they haven't been close since, and actually win it. And even then, I'll still have to live with, yeah, but it should have happened back then. So I get that part of it, but if you're not enjoying the ride, like I enjoyed those runs, and I have great memories of going to those games you know, prior to the Super Bowl or that season yeah. in general. And if you're a Lions fan, you've had basically nothing for 50 years, maybe longer, you're telling me that it can't enjoy this season? They you wouldn't are, want that because of that loss as bad as it is. They're broken. Yeah. They're well, broken. You, you just, it's, they're a, broken. it's another scar from being a sports fan, but it makes the winning when it eventually does yeah, happen yeah, yeah. even sweeter. Yeah, but here's the thing, and I've, I've got to make sure that you guys understand that I'm differentiating between, like, and we were talking about this a little bit before the show, not too much because we wanted to obviously save it for the air, but, like, when the Yankees lost in 0-1, that really hurt me because of 9-11. Like, I really wanted that. I know right. about everybody's a Yankee fan here, but, you know, for those of, 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 of you know, for those that were yeah. lost, their families, like, just to give us a little spirit, that was a different hurt and a different compartmentalization, certainly for me. And then in 03, um, you know, it hurt losing to a Marlins team we should have beat. But, you know, I had a lot of success and right. I enjoyed it. It, it. This is... What about 04? Well, that was a massive mm-hmm. collapse and that was anger. That was more anger than hurt. Right. This is despondency that I, believe is irrepar- that I believe is irreparable right. from a Lions point of view. I honestly believe it, that. It is totally different when you have the Yankees who have actually won before, so you could absorb the collapse and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're the winningest franchise yeah, ever. Yeah, this is more for the Jet fan who didn't see Name It, the Met fan who wasn't there in 86. Oh, would you rather, would you That's rather what the, I'm saying. Or the Knicks fan who uh, was born after 73. All right. So like most you, of us. Would you rather the Knicks not have gotten to the finals in 93, 94? No, no, I wanted that. That's different, okay. though. Well, how is that different? Because it was the, the first. Well, Starks but, choked it away. They had an opportunity to get Yeah, but it wasn't torturous leading up to that point. We had a great player who just got schooled by a better player. And it crushed me. But I'm also sitting that there saying. That was there to win. Yeah, but I also thought they'd be back. Game one. I also thought they'd be back. Yeah. And if Ewing well, doesn't miss the finger roll, they would have been. I know. They should have <laughs> been. Know, we talked about that the other day. Right. Uh, you know, and, and maybe there are some Lion fans who are just more resilient than I think. But knowing that city, knowing their plight, and knowing that. You think that, they're going to quit? No, they're not going to quit. But they are broke. They will never be the same. I think that it takes. Certain losses take you a few days. Certain losses take you a few weeks. This one's going to sting for a long time, but it'll only make them stronger. Let me get Rick down in Tampa, BT and Sal. What's going on, Rick? How are you? 
What's up, guy? Yeah, Yo. that last thing you just said, Sal, is so true. But, you know, BT, I agree with you in a lot of ways. But you, you wouldn't take that run out that they uh, that they had, that you had, you know, all the vision, like, oh, now we're on a roll. We're going to beat San Francisco. We're going to Super Bowl. But to lose that way, I would never want to. I mean, and Sal, you, obviously, with your Falcons, you know what they feel like. But, oh, my gosh, I mean – if you're, I mean, halftime, you're actually, as a Detroit Lion, you're planning, this is the Super Bowl, we're right. going. I mean, right. the hype was so high, and then for it to crash like that, it is, it'll take, like you said, going to take the whole year for them, but once that training camp starts. Rick, let know, me ask you this, Rick. Be, Rick, let, yeah. so we're in agreement here, I got you. What do you think, or which one do you think was the the higher emotion? The euphoria the Lions felt when they won their last game to get to the NFC Championship or the way they felt last night after the game? I think it was last night. Yeah, oh, definitely last night. And definitely last night because they're even kicking a field goal before the halftime. I know. Go for Everybody yeah. was they were doing it the right way. Yes, that was the right call. And, correct, correct. No, I think lost. the euphoria uh, of the wins, the thanks, right, Rick. gives me goosebumps thinking about it. You heard how loud that place was. The euphoria of the victory, the euphoria of getting to a point where – even in the beginning of this game, dude, like there's something to it. I know obviously it didn't finish the way they wanted, but getting out to that big lead, thinking you're going, dude, that is as, I mean, that's, uh, for a lot of fans, that's as good as it gets. Yep. Did um, you see some of the screenshots of airline tickets last night from Detroit to Vegas? Oh, no. $2,300 and round trip. It. Because the anticipation was, you know, halfway through, Lions find a way to get this done. The airline started getting jacked up. Let me ask you, I want to personalize this, because yeah. you, you process this differently than me. Gotcha. But, Let's say, you know, I don't think the Mets will be very good this mm-hmm. year, but let's say Stearns builds this organically and they become mm-hmm. a bit of a power. And let's say three to four years from now, they are in the World Series. They have a massive regular season. Young, like they're, they're, they are, they're, they're, they're the team. They're the team. Mm-hmm. And it's a ground ball to shortstop and it hits a rock. Yeah. It skids and it goes over Lindor's shoulder right, right. and the winning run scores. You will be permanently broken. Oh, but, yeah, but I'm already broken. No, 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 no. Yeah, but that would further fan, cement I mean, the Mets, I've already seen the Mets. You haven't seen that? I went to the World Series and saw the Yankees beat them head-to-head, celebrate on Chase Stadium. Like, it doesn't get worse than that until you watch your football team blow a 28-3 late third-quarter lead in the Super Bowl. Like, I've already been broken as a fan, and parts of me have died, my sports fandom, along with those losses. But you're still here. You're back for more. You enjoy the runs when you have them. You look back on some of those and say, you know what? It was a great run getting to that point. That's how Lions fans should look at it or will eventually. Yeah, that's what you say now. I'd love to have you on the show the next day, see where we're at. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on this Monday. So the Super Bowl matchup is set. Obviously get to a lot of Mahomes later on. Lamar, oh, God, some bad decisions. And obviously decisions in the Detroit Lions-Niners game last night. Uh, We'll get back to your calls, obviously. BT and Sal on the fan. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. All right, 1026, back on the fan. BT and Sal, Brandon, Tierney, Sal, the Cotter Show. You know, Sal, years ago, uh, and I, I'll never forget, I just bought the engagement ring. Mm. It was the biggest purchase of my life. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, you've been through this. We yeah. know yeah. 
What do they get us, by the way? No, I'm just yeah. And I'm, I'm up in, the, or I'm actually down in Atlantic City and at uh, one of the casinos. And one of the casinos, I'm playing blackjack and I'm with four of my buddies. So we literally had the entire table, five of us, right? And we're talking, to, and most of the guys were married at that point. Talking about the ring, obviously firing them back, having a great time. And I'm playing blackjack and there's, there's a side bet where if you get dealt Queen of Hearts, okay? So Queen of Heart, Queen of Heart, dealer has 21, mm-hmm. if that's the case. Whatever your side bet is, the odds were like a thousand. Ridiculous. I was was this close to winning $46,000 at that table, right? And I remember the feeling of euphoria as they were flipping over the final card. I lost. And I would rather not have been through that emotional (laughs) roller coaster. You know, just I'll take the L. I'll lose two, three, four hundred bucks. What are you weak? Come on, you got to have the stomach for it. I want to get Now I want to win it. You can't get you can't win it without getting that close. So I'll deal with the pain that comes with it. I've already absorbed it multiple times. I'll deal with that. I can't understand how you would rather have what happened to the Jets this year than the Lions this in year. real time. No, because you know four plays in, no completed passes. You don't think it could get worse. How it gets worse is if you actually get to the point the Lions got to last night. That's what we're talking about here on the show. I you know. Certain teams, not every team. Yankees doesn't apply for them. Like, you know. No, you got to be a loser. The Giants doesn't apply to them. Even the Devils, I don't know that it would apply to them. They've they've got a championship. Like, if you're a Jets, a Mets, even an Islanders guy or gal, and the Knicks at this point, I don't know. I would almost rather take the the less destructive way out. What about last year with the Knicks? You'd rather have them... Lose to Cleveland in the first round so they could be one and done or not no, make the playoffs no, or no, get no, to where they got and no, lose to the Heat, which no. was which was painful because they should have beaten the Heat. No, no, that's a different script though. No, I I hear and it seems like a contradiction, but again, the the Knicks aren't the Lions. Nobody's the Lions. That's my whole point. They have not won since 1957 before the Super Bowl was even invented. Right, so you take as much winning as you can get. Uh, but that's the easy thing to say. But what you're really offsetting is the emotional distress. That has torn apart, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of Michiganders since 1957. Yeah. Well, the other generations. Are, don't be. But this is what you wait for. Yeah. You wait for this type of euphoria. <laughs> uh-huh. This will be many Lions fans' favorite season ever. Think about that. As painful as that loss was at the end, this is going to be their season, the one to remember. Mm. But what will they really remember it for? <laughs> well. I think ultimately, as we as time goes on, you look back and remember it more so for the success of the year. Than, See, than I, the I, I don't even know if I agree with that because when we, I'll go back to the '98 AFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean, I'm Blake Spence, the block pun, Curtis pushed it in, but I remember Byers with a drop. I remember all the things John Hall's first field goal that missed by like 30, 37 yards to the right that was windy. Like I remember all the bad stuff from that game, not the good stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't process it that way. I don't know. Maybe I'm different. Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. Danny in Centerport. What's going on, Danny? Happening, boys. Hello. Hey, BT. I, you know, how about Dave Meggett just letting the kickoff fall right in front of him and not recovering oh, it? God. A ten nothing lead uh. in in a minute and two seconds. A ten point lead went to a ten ten tie. Danny, I went on, and I'm ashamed to admit this, but I know a lot of fans did this as well. I went. I was still living at home. I just graduated college. And my parents were away. I think they were in Atlantic City, ironically. <laughs> and uh, I had, like, a few buddies over. And during halftime, I went on my parents' computer, that little dial-up thing. 
<laughs> and I started looking at airline tickets. Oh, us. You mushed us, Stevie. Uh, you mushed maybe. us. I might have. You know, guys, listen, man. I feel so bad for the city of Detroit and those fans. I, I, I think they were America's team yesterday. They were. And, and that they were. And I have to be honest, man. That coach was reckless yesterday. Those were reckless decisions. I thought he grew up in the first half. I was screaming at the TV like it was the Jets at the, at the end of the half saying, Dan, just kick the field goal, kick the field goal. And I thought he grew up as a coach at that point. I said, wow, he finally grew up and he kicked that field goal. And then he goes and does what he does in the third quarter and the fourth quarter. You know what, guys? He let, he let his and forgive me, but he let his balls get in the way of his brains. He really dropped the ball on the entire organization, those players, that city, everything he let go. It was absolutely reckless. Yeah, but Dan, you, know, you think about this, Dan, and, and Sal yeah. and I are going to get into this more, and thanks for the call there, buddy, but, you know, if the receiver does his job, you win. Right. He, The receiver dropped the ball. We will get into it in about eight minutes or so when we come back. We wanted to stick to this topic at first. But there are certain question marks about how he coached the game. Sure, and you're going to be scrutinized. That's why, BT, when we talk about Salah, like, he hasn't even been close to good enough to really even judge him yet. Mm-hmm. He hasn't passed step one. Like, level one, you can't get out of the gate. He, we need You're ultimately judged as a head coach, as a manager, what you do in the postseason. And Dan Campbell was good enough to get his team into the postseason, winning postseason game, getting the championship game. We haven't even seen that from Robert Sala yet. Yeah, we saw with Brian Dable getting in a a second round of the playoffs. But even him, like, it was so early on, and you never really gave the Giants a chance. We have yet to see these guys get to a big spot where we could evaluate them the way that we will now with Dan Campbell. Let's get Tito in Scott's Plains. What's going on, Tito? How you doing today? Hey, it is better to have loved and lost that never to have loved at all. Well said, As a Tito. Jets fan, I would love to get to that game. I would love to have meaningful football. It would just be wonderful to say, all right, we didn't get there. It's better than what we had this year, better than what we had the last few years. We've been struggling forever. So I'm a big Jets fan, also a Yankees fan like you, and I'm a Nets fan too. I was happy we had KD, all that stuff. So I'd rather take a little bit mm-hmm. of this torture with some hope to get to something the next round. I, I you got know what you. I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I can understand that part. I, I really can. I, I think the one difference here is the way they lost. Like, I said to start the show, if San Francisco jumped on them, up 14 zip instead mm-hmm. of down. Different. And they lose 37-10, never remotely in the game. You could at least begin the process, like the self-defense mechanism that we have is we have no influence on the games. The one thing that we have influence on is how we begin to shield ourselves during painful moments, right? And if your emotions never spike positively because you never give it a chance, it's it's one way to deal with it. But when you're alone for the ride, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, you're sitting during halftime, you gotta you gotta lead. I mean, you're thinking about those demons and those flashbacks and Barry Sanders and Herman Moore and Wayne Fonts and Marty Moore, all the good, the Marty Morningweg, you know, uh, what was the dude's name from Oregon, third overall pick? Why am I forgetting? From, uh, from, from Oregon, the quarterback. Ah, geez, why am I forgetting? Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington. You're thinking about all the Stafford, you know, he was supposed to do this, never did. Here we are on the precipice of what we have dreamt of forever. And then it gets snatched because you implode. Right. No thanks. A loss, though, ultimately is a loss. And from a a down fan base, 
the feeling, as much as you would have thought that they were going and felt like they were going, you're still, when you lose as much as that fan base, you, you still expect, like, you know it's not over until it's over. So yeah, even yeah. though the Lion fans may have been excited, may have been hopeful, may have been expecting to go, you're still like, uh-huh. in the back of your mind. So a loss ultimately is a loss, though. It doesn't matter. You got to the championship game, you lost. It doesn't matter how you do it. Let's get Jeff in North Brunswick, New Jersey. BT and Sal on this Monday on The Fan. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, guys, great. Love love your show, man. Listen, Thanks, buddy. I, I got to tell you something. It, it's a real shame because, in my opinion, as great of a head coach as Dan Campbell has been, I mean, literally that team does not get to where they are without him as the leader. But I got to put that loss 100% on his poor decision-making on those field goals. I mean, I agree with your last caller. It's not he 100% sat- on him. It's not 100% on him. And, again, we'll, well get to I mean, that listen, coming up. Yeah. Well, listen, you – you, when you're in the playoffs, you got to take the points. You cannot turn your back on points in a playoff game. I get you did it all year in the regular season, but this is a playoffs. You're one win away from the Super Bowl. You got to take those points. That's just reckless not to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't really disagree. The only time that, uh, and this wasn't the situation yesterday. Like I remember saying this last week. If you're in a situation where you are so clearly inferior to somebody that you've got to do something unconventional. you got to chase points early. You know, I mean, you know, use the Jets offense this year. Like, you know, if it's the first quarter and they're at the five, I don't know, whatever, go for the touchdown. I'm talking like middle season on when you know your offense is horrendous, when you know it, it's been confirmed. Because you're not going to win with field goals. So you got to kind of push a little bit. And, and I know that the Niners can score fast, and they ultimately did, but it didn't strike me as that kind of a game where they had to get out of their out of their you know, normal realm, even though they are generally aggressive anyway, it, he messed up. Now, is it an unforgivable mess up? We'll get to that coming up next year, but there is no doubt he messed up. But also, no doubt he was not alone. Uh, players, make the plays. How about the idiot dropping the ball? Hit him in the hand. Which You're time? Receiver. Do your job. Which time? Yeah, really. There were, One was a touchdown, two laughing, were first downs. Laughing on the sideline. <laughs> hey, you moron, you just cost your team a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I think that, that I, hey, get I, out of here. I think you know when I see the laughter, I think that's his way of almost like yeah, he's embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, but still, yeah, it, it's optically it doesn't look good, but you know he cares. Yeah. You know he does. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup, the payoff pitch on the way, swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All righty, it is uh, 1044 back on the fence. BT and Sal, Brandon, Tierney, Sal, Licata. Now, real quick on this, Sal. I don't know what it is. Right. I didn't see this, Sal. Just saw this Woj update. Randall, I said, save it for the year. Give it to us. Yeah, and we'll get into the Dan Campbell stuff in a little bit. You and I said we want to talk about Randall, but we really didn't have an update. And now we see one from Woj. Hey, I'm going to read it to you word for Come word. Come on. Hey, you know, Randall went down over the weekend, obviously, bad injury. Uh-huh. As testing continues on Nick's all-star forward Julius Randall's right shoulder, indications are optimistic that his absence will be measured in weeks, not months. Oh, thank God. Excuse I tell you, he's fun. tough as nails, dude. I know, but he initially I thought tough. he was going to be out for the year, honestly. Based on some of the stuff I was reading. Because yes. they said if you, you popped his shoulder out, yet to get it back in, you might have to tear something. If the it's labrum's tear, around yeah. there. Yeah, that's always the problem. And if that's a yep. tear, it's 10 months, you're done. So, well, oh, God, if it's a full labrum like tear, that, yeah. he's done. But there was others in between, like, so rather than, you know, full 
full surgery, some arthroscopic stuff. And if that is right now, I believe that is the best possible news we could get. You could live without him for a few weeks. And yep. by the way, it's just like, come on, dude. It totally sucks. The Knicks are rolling oh, right God, now. They're, they're red good. hot, taking the heat behind the woodshed. Yeah. Knicks are pounding everybody that comes in their way. Uh-huh. And then the one thing you can't have is a bad injury. And, you know, obviously to a key player like that, Brunson yep. would be the, the number one. You know, Randall, Ananobi, you need to keep those guys healthy. And, and it's always something with Julius, it seems. He just can't. Ah, you, you feel bad for him. But if this is, and Woj, you know, Woj's not going to, I don't think, tweet that out there without having real good indication. Oh, he's got he's got the information from the team doctor. Like, he's, he's hooked up. Yeah, if that, that's it. If it's weeks, good. not months, yep. that's a good thing. Just get his ass healthy for the postseason. That's all that matters. They did the x-ray uh, that night, and we were obviously waiting for the MRI. X-ray showed nothing, right. Well, like, that's, uh, yeah, that's right. obviously skeletal. Right. They said they didn't think it was very bad. The MRI, you got to see the soft tissue stuff, and that's where you start getting into, you know, tendons and ligaments and stuff like that that the x-ray can't necessarily monitor. So we were, we were all waiting. I mean, I was refreshing a lot right. yesterday seeing what's going on with Randall. That is very favorable news. The one thing it does, and we'll get back to, to this football stuff, you know, for those who don't think that Jalen Brunson is a 1A superstar. Oh, come on now. So 1A. Well, now's a chance to maybe shut up those few remaining dissenting voices without Randall. Yep. When you say 1A, you mean one, I mean right? top 10 player in the NBA. Yeah, all right. I, I I feel like he's. He, what more does he? What more can he do? Oh no, he's good with me. I'm. I, I, I mean, my God. You know, but you're right. Still now some it's out even there. more. Let's see how they roll without Randall. And by the way, it's going to show Randall's value as well. True, dude. Randall is not just like the number two scoring option. He's making good decisions, passing the ball, getting teammates involved, rebound. He does a little bit of everything. He's become a winning player for this team. Yeah, and he plays every day. He, he's, this is going to be the nails. first game he misses tonight. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, however long after that. Who do they that, got tonight? Uh, it's an easy one. Why am I, the Hornets, who are they playing? Uh, I'll look it up. I think it was yeah, a pretty yeah, easy yeah, Hornets, Hornets, right? Yep. So, they are, um, They, I believe they're the recipients of good news. That is that is. Favorable. If it's weeks, awesome. not months, that's great. Oh, my God. Yeah, not good. Great. Now you want to get into this Campbell stuff. Yeah, here. I do, obviously. We'll get back to the calls here. 877-337-6666. BT and Sal here on The Fan. So, Here's the thing about everything that went down in this game. The multiple drops, uh, obviously, by Josh Reynolds. The one of the, in the end zone through Williams' hands. Yeah. I mean, that was a tough one. That's a touchdown. Catch the football. It was a dime. You know, and, and the Reynolds drops were, were incredibly damaging, and they were both on, on very important calls. One was fourth and two. One was third and nine, obviously. Third it was nine, wide different. open third and nine. Yeah. You can't throw a better ball. <laughs> it's right there. Wide open, dude. Yeah. yeah. But here's my issue. If we're going to get on Campbell, right? who opted to go for it on the fourth down and was ultimately dropped by Josh Reynolds. And then, of course, the wheels fell off. You know, they started making mistakes. Niner scored a touchdown right away. Then Gibbs had the fumble. And then, boom, it's like, oh, you just know where this is going. It's a train wreck the final 30 minutes. But if the player does his job, the head coach looks like a genius. Mm -hmm. So how are we unpacking this? Because it was an aggressive call. I get that. Go up to three scores. But if the player does the easiest aspect of his job – I mean, you could catch that with your eyes shut. What are we doing? I believe, first of all, you know that I'm more conservative than anything else when it comes to these calls. I also am open to the idea that the game has evolved, and I do understand in a lot of spots why teams go for it, why teams go for two. How, and, and look, this has been Campbell's MO. So on one aspect, I respect that he stays to who he is. Kyle, this is the greatest example that you could use. Kyle Shanahan did this. And Dan Quinn in the Super Bowl, up 28 to 3, their mentality that whole year, pedal to the metal. Mm-hmm. That's great until you've already won. 
Like, when you're up 28-3 in the Super Bowl, you don't need to be a hero and stick to the plan because you've already accomplished what you needed to do. Now you need to be smart. And that's kind of what happened with Campbell yesterday where I had an issue with the first time that he went for it. Now, his thinking is that I'm stepping on their throat like I've done all year long. The issue was that you already had the foot on their throat. If you kick the field goal there in the third quarter – you go up three scores. Mm-hmm. You take the points and play the rest of the game out. And if you do that, it is going to be that much more difficult for the Niners to come back. Play the game out. Don't need to be a hero or show your toughness there. I get the risk-reward of it. I understand, you know, if he feels like if he goes for it there, they hold the ball a little bit longer. Maybe they punch it in the end zone. Maybe not. The first one, you have to kick the field goal. On the second one, I have no issue with them going for it. Uh, kicking the field goal to tie the game there to me meant nothing. His if he's going to be, cons- you, you, I'd rather him be consistent in that spot. If you're going to go for it to, to when you when you're in lieu of a field goal to go up three scores, mm-hmm. you might as well go for it when you're down nah, three. Then you're chasing bad money. Yeah. Well, I just feel like at if least, you believe the first part was wrong, well, like, what you well, do? If, if he if he believed the first part was right, yeah. then he should go for it the second time. I, I still disagree on that. Now, I still think you can make a little a little pivot there and I, say. Mm, Okay, but now I'm you're playing. Very, yeah, you, like you're playing very scared and conservative, hoping you kick well, a field goal I, for a tie. I, yeah, but I, I, you know, I mean, there's value in a tie. I know when you're playing for the Super Bowl, right? But the reality is, the the Niners were on a roll. But at the that reality point. is this: South, they did their job. We're, we're we're lauding Campbell as like you know what we've been saying all year. This guy's got the biggest brass balls in the world. But if he kicks that first field goal, yep. You're up three scores. Right, well, let like, me just ask play you the game out. Let, let, let's look at this today: Robert Sala or Brian Dayball. All right, let, let's look I'd at this be from killing a, Sala for not kicking that field goal. The first but, one. And the you'd first also one. be killing Dayball. I would not just oh, Sala. Whoever, right, yeah, just to be fair, because I want to incorporate yeah. Jets and Giants. And by right the way, now. Sala uh, Dayball would have kicked the field goal there. There's no doubt in my mind he would have. Yeah, the we've field seen goal. those tendencies right. over. Yes, I agree, and I think Sala, Sala probably, probably with the defense probably would have as well. And the Jets' defense better than Detroit. We know their strength. Okay, so that ties into it, but. If we're getting on the air today and Sala and the Jets or Dable and the Giants had the same script unfold, but Robinson for the Giants dropped two easy passes or yeah. Garrett Wilson. Well, you'd be killing them too. Well, I mean, but but you got to be fair. Like the coach, the coach's job is to put the player in the position to succeed. They did. Right. They just didn't catch the ball. I- I, I know. I understand that. And you could argue that both, the, the fourth down should have been converted and it would have changed everything. However, my philosophy, at that point, they are in total control. They are in total control of the game. Kick the field goal, take the points, play the game out with a 17-point lead. At some point, you have to be smart and manage the game. What got you there doesn't have to be what finishes the job. You got there being one way. Also, you have to adapt in-game and say, the better chance here is to kick the field goal and go up 17, and let's see what they could do. I, I don't agree, but I'll give you a quick golf analogy. So you would have gone for it both times? I, I would have, yeah. Think about this. So you this. think he was right going for it both times? I have okay. no problem with it. You're, you're up in, you know, let's say... You Sunday at the Masters or Sunday at the U.S. Open, and your lead balloons to five or six. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're going three wood off the tee. Now you just hit the fairways and let me get a GIR, let me get a green of regulation, get up and get down, and two, boom, get a par. I'm not looking for birds or eagles. I'm just trying to coast and maintain my lead. Whereas maybe earlier, whether it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you step on the gas because you try to get a little separation. Once you get, and now I'm just playing both yeah. sides. Yeah. Once you get the separation, maybe you deviate from. The initial strategy. Jimmy's in Mount Sinai, BT and Sal. What's going on, Jim? 
Hey, good morning, guys. Hello. Um, so, Sal, I agree with Sal 100%. Okay. I mean, you have to, no, only because, and I know it's a very subjective thing to a certain extent, but, like, you know, you gotta, you got to figure out, like, you have to anticipate, Brandon, to your point, you have to anticipate them not executing the play, okay? You have to anticipate the game that you're playing, how important it is to get points on the board, how important it is to go up three scores in this big game, okay? Three scores! And, I, that's the thing. Like, we're not just talking about, oh, go up ten points. You're talking about three scores in the third quarter. Right. So, 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 listen, you talk about putting the, the, the foot on the throat by going for it. No. Right. Putting your foot on their throat is by getting more points on the board, putting more pressure on them in big spot. I mean, yep. this is a big game. This isn't a midseason game. And, look, ten years ago, I have to be honest, I'm kind of an, somewhat of an old-timer, but ten years ago, this wouldn't have even been a thought. Field goal unit would have been out on the field taking points, True. taking points, taking points. True. Now, so we, like see guys, right, now we see guys faking punts inside their own 30 in playoff games. Like, what? Yes. And, and you're right. Listen, when it works, they look like geniuses. I yeah. get it. But you have to anticipate the dropped pass and it not working. You know, if it's a – listen, and again, it depends on the situation in the game, where you are. You know, there's a time and a place for that, 100%. Right, the risk-reward. But reward, the time nor the place. I, I agree, Jim. the time nor the place. The, I agree you, that, that you have – like, you understand that there's going to be risks involved, even if you have the right play call, even if it's executed almost perfectly. And it was until the receiver dropped it. Like, they did everything else. They ran the play well, blocked it well, Goff made the perfect throw. But you need multiple things to go right. Now, by the way, he could have missed the field goal as well. And that could have started the momentum. Them the other way for the Niners. You don't. There's no guarantees. However, BT to me, the most important thing there is going up three scores. I don't understand it. You're in a spot in field goal range. Like you weren't at the ten. The the odds are you were going to get stopped anyway, and eventually have to kick the field goal. So they would have maybe chewed more cl- more clock. Just kick the field goal and go up three scores and play the game out. See, but this stuff's all predetermined. You know, it is. Even with a wild card like Campbell, I mean, I think some people just think that he's so cavalier he's going to go for anything. No, there's there's calculations and game plans and scenarios. Hey, if we do this in the first quarter and we have a chance to go for it on fourth here, what do we do? Um, if we're up in the third quarter and it's a fourth down, what do we do? This is why you have a game plan, right? And the Lions players know what to expect. They know when it's fourth down, we're going for it. They didn't do their job. I, I do hear your point. I get it. Strategically, is go it just a philosophy? Do your job. Are you more? Well, that's true. Do I your mean, job. Hit in the face. Understood. But you also, to the caller's point, as a head coach, have to anticipate that, hey, you know what? Not everybody's going to do their job on every single play. And by the way, if you're going to do it on fourth down, why are you putting that in the hands of Raymond, who stinks? You've got players all over the field. St. Brown, Laporta, Gibbs. Give it to somebody else. Although Gibbs fumbled the ball away, too. He did. So he I'm did. saying in a big spot, you oh, Montgomery, in a big spot, get your best players involved. Well, you but got you got to react. You got Raymond running across the field wide open. He can't catch a ball. You got to react to who's open. You know, if oh. you know, if you know who the Lions you get the ball to, Dude, so do the Niners. stinks. Raymond stinks. If I, you can't drop that ball to the NFC Championship game. Dude, it's uh, back to my heartbreak. Think about the Lions so fan imagine, knowing that they should have won. Imagine the Jets doing that, and they do it to Lazard or Miko Harbin or whatever. Pick I know it. what you're saying. I know like, what you're saying. Instead, hey, you got Garrett Wilson. You got Brees Hall. He's probably double teamed, though. Whatever. Then, Well, but that's something you also have to anticipate. Yeah, okay, well, this play's going to be open, but as for our fourth best guy, do we really trust him to make the catch? 
I mean, if you can't, then you're probably not a championship team, and that guy Uh-oh. should be on the field. Easier for me to say now, I get it. Now, I, I, I hear the way, you. Listen, they, there's two sides to this. And they didn't just lose because of that play or no. the play call. They I dropped mean, an interception. Fumbled the ball. Uh, yeah, fu- and that, that's, that, that's, that's not a that's, – I'm sorry, that's not a Niners takeaway. That is a lion giveaway. It is a big difference there. All right, 877-337-6666. BT and Sal on the fan. By the way, 1240 – since I won the second part of the bet mm. here, I will reveal who Sal has to dress up as. And you I have saw. the decision already. I do. Ooh. I do have. the When deci- did you make this? Last night, or was this predetermined? Did you know going into the weekend? I had a sense what I was going to do. A little chat with the wife. Had a little confirmation. Yeah, oh. yeah. She oh, waited. No, in. I don't like that. <laughs> oh. So we'll get to that at twelve forty. The official announcement. We're gonna have to do the whole show looking like those two wackos. Uh, also coming up next here, another log on the fire for the eventual goat, Mahomes. BT and sound on the fan.